Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door, Episode 2. We're so glad you came back to join us this week. I'm Emily Morrison. I'm Veronica Wade-Lewis. And this week, we are going to be talking to you a little bit about moon magic. So we have a list a mile long of all the things we want to tell you guys all about. Um, But this week, we have a full moon happening tomorrow, which is February 8th, and on the West Coast and in Pacific time, that's happening at 1133 p.m. So depending on where you are in the world, it's going to be happening at a different time for you. But that moon energy is still happening. And one of the things that I have learned, and I believe Veronica has also learned in all of our time um, working our own mojo, is that it's best to go with what's happening in the universe and in the earth. Um, because this is going to lend itself to whatever workings you are trying to create. Would you say that's accurate? Yeah, <laughs> I would. Well, I think that that it just brings more, um, yeah, of what where you're at in that and what's happening. What are the influences? What's influencing me right now? Um, and right now, um, we're mo- we're moving really close to a full moon. And that's influencing the heck out of us. Mm-hmm. Oh, and just a little bit about our our moon. Um, I don't know if you, most of you know that moon is actually the name of our moon and that moons are actually called satellites. What? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yes. <laughs> moon is the name of our moon. Um, and we refer to moons because that's what we're used to is that's what a moon is. But Um, like Jupiter has 67 satellites or we call them moons and Saturn has 62 moons or satellites, but we call them moons. So, so we know that here on earth, the moon plays a role in pulling with the tides. So if you were living on Saturn or Jupiter, can you imagine? Oh my God. (laughs) Too much, too much energy. (laughs) And our moon, um, some people may know this, but um, the hypothesis for how our moon was made was ca- is called the giant impact hypothesis. And um, some people believe that an astronomical body the size of Mars collided into our Earth and created our moon. So can you imagine what that so was just, like? like broke off a chunk. A big and chunk. Made it fly into this, outer space. And then it got pulled by the gravitational pull of our planet and cr- and so now we have we have a moon, a satellite that we call. So moon. that's interesting because you think about how the moon is influenced by our planet in in its orbit, right? Or in our orbit. I'm so not scientific. So <laughs> so there's that. But um, how it's it's influenced by our planet's magnetic pull or mm-hmm. whatnot, but that we are also really influenced by it. Yes. Yep. Even though the size of moon is less than the width of the United States. What? Yes. Really? Yes. It is 2,160 miles in diameter. Not that large. Oh, that's kind of amazing. Yeah. 
and still has, well, I mean, you think about people talk about, oh, if, if, if the rocket this size came into our atmosphere, it would annihilate, you know, what happened to the dinosaurs. It would annihilate all life on, on our planet. So we are influenced greatly by, um, by the rest of the universe. But the size of the moon, you think, oh, it's got to be, it's not that big. That's a trip. Yeah. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. I always yeah. think of the moon as being really, really large, but, um, well, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I bet you guys didn't know you were tuning in for science hour. <laughs> Just a little, you know, little fun facts about the moon. Well, and other fun facts about the moon are that the moon cycle is 28 days. So we witness the moon moving through, you know, we see it as full and then it starts to get smaller. And then pretty soon you see like half the moon and then it keeps getting smaller. And then pretty soon you have the new moon or the dark moon um, and, and you don't see the moon at all. And that's the earth's shadow on the moon, if I remember correctly. Um, again, not great at science, but... <laughs> But that um, that cycle moving from full moon back to full moon or new moon back to new moon is about 28 days. So during the period of a year, we might have 12 months, but we usually have 13 moon cycles. Yes, that's that's yeah, that's actually interesting because when a woman is pregnant, they say, oh, it's nine months. It's actually 10 months. Right. Yeah. 41 weeks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how does that tie into the moon? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought just came to my mind. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, moving on. Um, on. <laughs> Let's move to our full moon. What's happening tomorrow? Yeah, so tomorrow is the full moon in February. And the full moon in February is generally referred to as the snow moon. For those of you living mm -hmm. in areas that happen to be um, very wintry at this winter time of year, you probably have snow. Um, so it's referred to as the snow moon. This February, our moon, our full moon is going to be in Leo. So it's being influenced by the zodiac sign of Leo. And um, I'm not going to get super into that because I am still learning astrology. Um, but there are a lot of reputable places you can go and check out more information on that on the web. Um, and I will see, I understand there's a way I can put that in, in notes in here. So I will see if I can do that for y'all. So if you're curious about learning more, you can. But tomorrow's moon is um, a full moon in Leo called the snow moon. And it is also being referred to as a super moon. It is. Some people might not believe that to be true because it is really close. It will be coming close to our planet, but it's not going to be the closest that um, the moon will come to our planet this year. I'm pretty sure that's in April, I isn't so. it? Yeah, April will be the super moon when it will be a full moon and you'll see that the moon will look extremely large in the sky. It's the closest that she will be coming it's the super, super moon. <laughs> so what happens is, is the moon, you know, moves past the earth when it gets to its closest point to the earth and is simultaneously full. We refer to that as the super moon. Now it will be close ish tomorrow. <laughs> so mm -hmm. you can expect if you're in a place where you, you know, don't have cloud cover, the moon's going to look pretty darn big, pretty big, pretty big. <laughs> so 
Tomorrow is the full moon. And um, when we think about the full moon, for me, the thing that I come to come back to over and over again are tides, right? I think about mm-hmm. the influence that the moon has on the tides. I think about that pull, how we often see king tides, which are the really high, high tides and the really low, low tides during the full moon. Um, and then I think about how we are made up of water <laughs> as humans and blood, <laughs> right? <laughs> But all the things liquid. So um, <laughs> so I think about how we're being influenced by the moon just as the tides are being influenced. And it's kind of no wonder that nurses will swear that emergency rooms are mm. full on the full moon. Full moon. Craziness. Yeah. And most people like, oh, you know. Oh, I must, I'm feeling really affected today and it must be a full moon or what's going on, you know. Um, and that's. I mean, who's to say? But I mean, maybe, maybe it's the full moon. <laughs> well, the other thing that you can tie into the the full moon is, you know, the full moon, the moon is considered lunar, right? So we talk about lunar cycles. Um, you know, the word luna means moon. Um, and we talk about lunacy, which is equated with being crazy. Um, and you know, you think about that, that connection to the moon. So, so people talk about going crazy at the full moon or the werewolf Mm -hmm. changes into the werewolf, the full moon, or (laughs) like all these things happen. Yeah. So there's a a sense of heightenedness. Yes. At the full moon. I love that. It's Mm -hmm. like you feel full. I'm, I'm, everything seems heightened. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, and some of the some of the rituals that we do at this time um, have to do with actually letting go of this, like cleansing uh, um, and releasing and letting go, um, which is interesting because you have this fullness, you have it all, you're at capacity, mm-hmm. and now it's like it's time to just like whoosh, let that go as the moon starts to wane. Um, and, and what can you let go right now? What's going to be released? Or what can you prepare to let go of? Because, mm-hmm. you know, other, other ways to look at the full moon is that you're at that very heightened, heightened point, right? So you're at the highest point you can be um, energetically. And that moon is pulling and pulling and pulling. And then as it starts to wane, so as soon as you pass that full point, that's when that really big release happens, mm-hmm. right? Um yeah. So when you think about using full moon energy, you can definitely think, what have I brought to fruition? What am I ready to let go of? Mm-hmm. What's holding me back? What's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you also can think about the full moon as opening passages to your unconscious and subconscious realms. You know, there's, if you think about it as kind of um, maybe a window that the blinds have been pulled back from as that moon gets really full. And so you might have more access to some of those realms, some of those old patterns or, or even um, intuitive hits might get louder or come closer to the, the forefront. Yeah, with the moon and the watery energy of the moon and how the water is affected by the moon and the moon is affected by the water. And that's all. And we, we look at our emotions as being this watery element. Um, and so we're affected by that. And, mm-hmm. and now's the time to use that, um, that magic, you know, and tap into, you know, what, what's going on for you right now, you know? I also will say that 
you know, when you're thinking about what is it that I want to do during this moon, like what, what ritual or ceremony do I want to participate in or create to honor this, this particular cycle? Um, you know, you might think about whatever you do is going to be supercharged, right? That big, giant, yummy, full moon energy, right? It's like the pregnancy. It's like right before the birth. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Completely. So ready. Yes. So ready. <laughs> so so what is it that you want to do that will be supercharged? And um, you, there might be a blessing. You might be stepping into some type of, you know, empowerment for yourself. And these are good times to do those types of rituals. Um, simple rituals that often we do involve things like crystals and water. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can put your... Um, crystals that you use on a regular basis or some that you have and put them in some water and put them out underneath the full moonlight and you can cleanse them. And then you also have this charged water of crystal charged water as well. And it's good to remember that not all crystals can go in water. <laughs> um, <That is> so, <laughs> so if you have doubts or you're like, I don't really know about this, there's definitely charts online. You can totally use Google as your friend to help you figure that out. Um, but if you want to charge your water um, or cleanse your crystals, you can also just set your crystals out next to your bowl of water or use a clear bowl and set them, tuck them kind of around the curve. And all that energy will be reflected through that as well. Nice. So what do you do with moon water, Veronica? Well, you could take, you could put it in your bath and take a nice cleansing bath you could clean with it. You could clean your um, windows, your doorways mm. um, as a way of like cleansing your home. You know, um, that's what it's comes to my mind, how I use it. Well, mm -hmm. I'm also thinking that if you have an intention that you're setting as you're putting it out with the moon mm -hmm. um, and, and you use drinkable water. I was like, you want to drink it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you use it, let's say you use a jar and you use water that you know is drinkable um, and maybe you put a lid on the jar just so the bugs stay out. <laughs> <laughs> um, then you can use that water to just drink mm -hmm. or to make tea. Um, if you don't have a bathtub and you want to bathe with it, you can pour it over your body. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could use all of those things. You could mm -hmm. set it on your altar to represent this moon energy in another ritual or, um, or save ceremony. it for your waters of the world for Bridget. Right. <laughs> we talked about last week. Yes. Yeah. We did our Bridget ritual this week and we, and both Veronica and I had some jarred moon water. Yeah. From, I think it was from the full moon eclipse right we had we had it from different eclipses yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we had saved that water and we used it in our in our Bridget ritual our in bulk ritual this year so there's a lot of things you can do with your water that you set out under the full moon just a safety precaution for anybody living in a freezing area <laughs> oh. <laughs> if you're gonna put water out um under the moon and it freezes where you are make sure you don't have a lid on it and maybe don't use glass mm -hmm. um, just to be safe because I, I have definitely um, been on the receiving end of putting things in the freezer that don't belong in there yeah. <laughs> and breaking things. And I've seen a lot of pictures from um, from ladies doing ritual and leaving out their moon water in glass jars and the glass shatters. Whoops. Yeah. Uh, 
And especially if you use a special crystal bowl, which sometimes I use. Yeah. You wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. yeah. No. That would, that would not be good. Um, so I have a personal connection to the moon. And I, I imagine many people have moon stories. But um, my personal connection ties me to my grandma. And my grandma used to live in this house that had windows all around it. And she would always tell me about how she would wake up in the middle of the night and no matter what time of night, no matter what phase of the moon and no matter what time of year, she could find the moon through one of her windows and she would purposefully do this. And it became this thing that we were kind of connected around. And so when the moon was full or when the moon just looked particularly amazing, I would call her and I live in Northern California. She was living in Seattle um, when all this began and we would kind of have this bonding around the moon and around how beautiful it was and where it was in the sky and what cycle it was in. And then um, when she got older and was more ailing, she actually moved down here and was living here. And she saw a moon calendar, a moon phase calendar that I had. So I purchased one for her and that became this whole, like every year she's like, did you get me my moon calendar? (laughs) (laughs) And whenever we'd be out past dark, we'd go and try to find the moon. And it was like this really special connection that I had with her. And I know this isn't, you know, exactly magic, but I do think that um, there is this way that we are drawn to the moon energy and there is this way we can connect around it, which is pretty powerful. Well, and I mean, you see it. It's this like amazing orb in the sky. Like it's like just, yeah. It makes everything (laughs) silver and blue. Yeah. It feels magical. Yes. Yeah. It feels otherworldly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any personal stories about the moon? Um, I have one that I'll save for another day. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little risque. Um, but I have done a ritual with, um, a group of women and we did a a moon bathing naked where we just went out on the top of the hill and each one of us like, you know, stepped naked under the full moonlight and just yelled at the top of our lungs, like what it was we just were letting go. Like shedding. Um, Yeah, and that was really powerful. I mean, that was many years ago, and I still remember that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I think that's the one that I feel safe to share. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll save the other one later for For another story. But that's, I mean, I think um, the... The, sh- the nakedness of like just shedding one of my shedding and not having any clothes on was like very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And um, at the same time, it felt really freeing um, to just like, what am I letting go? What do I need to let go right now? So, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I love that imagery of just standing beneath the moon and letting it wash over you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of goddesses associated with the moon, probably because that moon mm. feels so magical and feminine. I mean, that's the other thing is that we often think about the sun as being more masculine and the moon being more feminine. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of no wonder that there are goddesses associated mm-hmm. with the moon and with the lunar cycle. Um, and we're not going to dive into all of these goddesses and what their properties are or what they kind of where they're from, all their history, not in this podcast, um, because it's all very rich and each one of them deserves at least her own time. 
<laughs> yeah, and she has her own followers too. We went true, <laughs> true. <laughs> so um, the Roman goddess of Diana, mm-hmm. she, um, she's known to be a moon goddess. Um, the Greek goddess Artemis is a huntress moon goddess, and Caridwin is a full moon goddess, and she's from the Celtic tradition. Yeah, I think she's Welsh, is she? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so those are our three moon goddesses that you may feel drawn to connect with um, in order to, you know, you can learn more about, about them and maybe even call on some of their energies if it feels appropriate for the work that you're wanting to do during this full moon. Um, what else about the moon, Veronica? Well, there's lots of different phases of the moon. That's true. So as the full moon wanes, we're having this waning. Um, so this is the shedding, the letting go. Um, a lot of times in gardening, if you're gardening by the moon, this is a time to harvest. You oh, know, uh-huh. this isn't a time to plant. And then you get to the dark of the moon, which is the new moon. I love that time. I do too. And there's a whole <laughs> thing I know about the dark moon versus and the new moon and the People will say that the dark moon comes the day before the new moon. Um, this is something, this is an, a concept oh, never that I've heard of that. Right. I'm mm. recently hearing about it. And so I can't, I can't share, you know, information about that because I don't necessarily have it. It's just something fresh that I'm learning about. Um, Cause I always just thought of the new moon as the dark moon, but apparently that is not the case. Oh, okay. I'll have to look into that. Right. Um, but the new moon is dark, you know, or some people will say it's that tiny sliver that happens, mm-hmm. a little teeny, tiny crescent. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a time just like um, at this winter time where you're feeling like um, inward. So this is a time where um, it's dark. There's no light. Um, what? do you want to manifest what do you want to bring forth mm-hmm. as the light begins to return, um, which is the waxing of the moon. Right. Mm-hmm. And it up to me and maybe people would maybe, you know, where I heard about this dark moon piece, but it always feels like a pause. Like when the new mm-hmm. moon comes, it's like this pause for a second to go, okay, what is it? What is the thing that I want to call into being in this next cycle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost a relief sometimes. I don't know. Sometimes for me, it feels like, oh, a little silence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's a time for new beginnings, um, time for initiation. What do you want to bring forth new, new intentions? Mm-hmm. And then you utilize that growing of the moon, that waxing phase of the moon, mm-hmm. to, to bring that into being, nice. whatever that thing is for you. So, you know, this is just, this is like your moon magic primer. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Each of these phases could definitely have an entire segment done on them. And that's why we're talking about the full moon today. Um, But I think it's also just important for us to acknowledge that there is this whole cycle of the moon and that we can work magic within that cycle and utilize the energies of that cycle to boost us and boost our intentions. Yeah. Um, the other thing I just want to touch on kind of it uh, before we head out or transition would be uh, the bleeding with the moon. Mm-hmm. So, you know, often you will hear people talk about their, um, well, maybe you won't, but I have heard people talk about <laughs> their <laughs> menstrual cycles as being their moon cycles or mm-hmm. I'm on my moon. Um, 
And we definitely, Veronica and I live in a county where, um, <laughs> even on our county, this was funny. I walked into work and someone's like, what's going on? You're not looking so great. I'm like, oh, it's my cycle. And then like, you bicycle to work? <laughs> and I'm like, no. <laughs> right. So what I was going to say is where we live can be a little bit woo-woo, um, which is awesome. Um, but it's, it also is diverse in that not everybody is. <laughs> is of that mind. We just happen to run in a lot of those circles or have overlapping <laughs> circles of that sort. Um, so we hear about people being on their cycle as mooning or mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on my moon um, or my moon blood. Uh, and, you know, there is a lot of, there has been a lot of talk about people bleeding with the moon and having their cycle line up with the new moon or the full moon. Um and their ovulation line up with the other. And I don't know. It's interesting. It's an interesting thing to track. Mine varies. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but it is an interesting thing to track and just to kind of see like, wow, how am I feeling this month? And where am I at in my cycle? And um, yeah, I have an app for trapping my tracking my cycle. And it's awesome. Like, Does it go with the moon? No, it doesn't go with the moon. I have but another I know, app for I have that. another one for that. <laughs> Unfortunately, they don't overlay, but I do that. I wonder if there is one. If you guys know of be. one, yeah. you should totally reach out to us and tell us that. Um, otherwise, maybe we should make one. Yeah. There you go. Next project. <laughs> Creation at the new moon. Right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, something just to think about for y'all is, you know, tracking your own cycle and tracking your own body's movements and how are they in sync or not necessarily in sync with the moon? Like mm-hmm. where, where does your body jive with all of that? Yeah. Um, so I think what we would like to do is pull a card for you all. And uh, I think we're going to start doing this maybe every week. Yeah, let's do it every time. Every time. What deck should we use? Um, There's some choices here. We've got tarot. Oh, I love the cat. Let's do the cat. (laughs) (laughs) So I have the cat tarot here. We're cat Um, people. We're totally cat people. (laughs) Veronica actually has a couple of um, cats that belonged to my cat when she had them. (laughs) And for those of you who are thinking you should spay your cat, I did spay my cat. But she came to me stray and pregnant, so we had to have the babies first. Um, do you want to shuffle here? Yeah, would love to. Great. So Veronica's going to shuffle up this cat tarot for and us. I have to say, in, in, you know, Aloysius was just one of the boys that I have. K- Kitties decided that he was going to lay on top of me while I was doing my yoga this morning. And then when I moved and shifted, you know, positions, he's like, oh, I'm going to find a crook in your jacket that you were wearing because it's cold here still. So he just like started curling up underneath my jacket. <laughs> and I'm like, Aloysius, it's time to move, buddy. Yeah. Cats don't like that. <laughs> no. Yeah. Warm, fuzzy places. Yeah. All right. We digress. We're ready to pick. Let's see here. What is it that our community could benefit from hearing about? Do you want me to do it? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. That is basically a really awesome card. Oh my god. It is a picture of a cat. I'm going to try to describe this to you, so use your imaginations. It is a picture of a cat holding onto a toilet paper roll with toilet paper, like, 
everywhere, all, around all wrapped him. around Anybody him. who has a kit- kitten slash cat that's still partly kitten knows what cats can do to a toilet paper roll. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Let me um, try to see which card this is because it's not super clear. It's swords. I'll tell you that. It's swords. What's the number on there? Funny. Eight? Eight of swords? Five, six, seven, eight. Yep. Eight of swords. It looks like he's in big trouble. <laughs> he looks very excited, though. He's like grasping this empty roll of toilet paper. Yeah. So, according to the book, <laughs> you're tangled up, all right. All those feelings of entrapment and restriction are distracting you from seeing things clearly and facing the facts. It's leaving you feeling isolated and vulnerable. You can break out of this. Look inward, take responsibility, and face the music, and you'll see a path forward. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy town. So shedding. I mean, we were just talking about well, just, releasing. Totally. And just feeling, I know for me, it, what came up for me is hearing the word tangled. Um, often when the moon is full, I have that tangle, that feeling of like, oh, there's all this emotion and all this energy moving through me. Um, and now is the time to sort of push, push it off, slough it off and find the path forward. Nice. Let's do that together. All right. Good plan. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening and tuning in this week. Uh, We'll be back with you next week talking about divination, sharing with you some of the different tools of divination and the ways that they are utilized and maybe a little bit of history too. Thanks for joining us this week and talking about the moon. Uh, My hope for you is that you get out there and get to enjoy that full moon this weekend, that full snow moon in Leo. Uh, And I look forward to talking to you all again real soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.